is open daily. Ride the wave into cool summertime family fun. From the lazy lagoon to the dragon slide, the new wave pool to the dive of the avalanche, there's something for everyone. Purchase your season pass now for only $63.95. Includes daily admission, locker and tube discounts, special meal deals, and one free day pass. Order online at waterworkspark.com. Your summertime happy place is Waterworks Park. The coolest place in ready. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. What if I didn't come from a famous family? What if I didn't have all their support? What if I couldn't finish my education? What if I didn't have all these opportunities? Believe me, it wouldn't be pretty. Pause before you play. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices, some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. 
It may not happen in six months. It may not happen in a year. It may not happen in two years. But at some point, my dream is going to become a reality. The Harley Race Wrestling Academy, the greatest wrestling school on God's green earth, where champions aren't born, they're made. If you have the passion, the motivation, and the dream to become a professional wrestler, then make the right decision. Investing in your future starts right here at the Harley Race Wrestling Academy. For more information, go to HarleyRace.com. Make your choice right now. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis, Watch, and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated. Belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. What's going on, party people? We're back at the building. I know, I know it's Wednesday, right? 
Don't get it twisted. Your calendar didn't betray you. This is after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the Cylon Pass. We're doing it on a Wednesday night, man, because we didn't catch up to y'all last night. Now I mean, you know how things happen. But we're back in the building, man. We're doing what we do. You already know what it is, man. Not a moment too soon. You got the mayor in the house, man. 954 is the mathematics you want to get at me. Um, NBA Finals tonight, game three. Toronto Raptors. Golden State Warriors, you already know the flavor. The series is even at a game apiece. A lot of people talking about if Toronto doesn't win tonight, the series is over. I don't understand how people talk that way when you know going in it's going to be a long series. I'm not expecting that, you know, Toronto's going to fold. I don't know what these people are, you know, thinking that, you know, you know this, this, this finals um, experience for Toronto is going to kind of be like the same for, you know, Oakland, you know, they get a team and they just, you know, they either, you know, do what they do and, um, you know, the team is going to fold. But I'm not even taking any of that into consideration because, remember, this Golden State Warriors team had a 3-1 lead on somebody and they lost it. So nothing is nothing's never, ever a wrap. Nothing's ever, you know, done when it comes to this Golden State Warriors team. And I think that a lot of people are not giving the Toronto Raptors their credit. You know, the Toronto Raptors had a had a hell of a season, especially coming off of what, what happened to them last year. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that um they deserve a little bit more respect. And I think that this, you know, they're not getting – the Raptors are not getting the optimum uh, Golden State Warriors team that we're used to seeing. I'll say that. I'll definitely say that much. This, this, this Toronto Raptors team is kind of like the, you know, the playing field is kind of evened out a little bit. All right. And I think that the um, Toronto Raptors have more than a, more than a bunch of chance to win. I don't want to, you know, blame it on, um, or use any excuses for, you know, anybody being out, Kevin Durant, you know, and DeMarcus Cousins and all this. I'm not with that. They be using these corny excuses man, for no reason. I don't, I, I don't understand that, man. You know what I mean? Because first of all, you're used to winning without Kevin Durant. So what's the problem? What's the problem, man? What is the problem, man? You used to winning without Kevin Durant, man. Um, and 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 why can't you, you know, get this thing done without him? You know. So let's 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 get this thing popping and, and see what we really at with it, man. And I think the Golden State Warriors, man, are just gonna do what they do. They're in a series with a team that's not gonna give up. You know, and I think that um, a, a big factor in this series is that it's going back to two, two, one, one, one. So I think that it's imperative for Golden State to uh, win tonight, man, and, and, and make it happen and make this a series. Yeah, put a little pressure on Toronto because Toronto does have home court. You know what I'm saying? So um, you know, put some put some pressure on on, on uh, the Toronto Raptors, man. And win tonight. I think that that's what they need to see if they're really a championship um, ball club. I think they are. You know, I think that they have enough tools. I think that they can compete with the Golden State Warriors. And I, I don't think that that game one win was a fluke. You know, I think I have Toronto. You know, Toronto can win this thing. You know, and it's not just I just like the underdogs all the time. Or I, you know, I don't like the Golden State Warriors, and it's nothing like that. I just think that. Um, Toronto has more than a puncher's chance to win this thing. You know, they play they play great defense, you know. Um, you know, they have already one of the best players in the league, Kawhi Leonard, but I'm not gonna fall back on that. You know, they have other pieces and components. You know, Kyle Lowry, you know what I mean? Um, Pascal Siakam who's been doing his thing, Marcus Saul, who they acquired at the trade deadline. So they got a lot of pieces and they can compete. So I'm not really, you know, 
putting uh, Toronto Raptors out of the series if they if they lose. I'm not putting Golden State Warriors out of the series if they lose tonight. I just think that this is a pivotal game. I think that um, if Toronto, the worst that Toronto it could happen to the Toronto Raptors is they come out of here with a split and they take it back to Toronto for game five, uh, tied at two. I think that's the worst scenario for the Toronto Raptors. The best scenario is them, for them is to, is to win both of these games and take it back to Toronto up 3-1. You know, but we know that's not going to happen. You know, and everybody's you know relying on well when Kevin Durant's going to come back, and you know because it's like they're preparing themselves for the inevitable. You know, if Golden State loses, well, they didn't have Kevin Durant. Well, Clay Thompson wasn't his best. Knock it off, man. Knock it off, man. I'm not. I'm not really here for that, man. And people preparing themselves for these excuses and all that. Again, like I said from the beginning, I'm not really going to get myself caught up into what's going on, um, you know, with this particular season. Because, like I said, it's a tax write-off. So I'm ready to, you know, get it over and done with. But, you know, they got to, they gotta, you know, they got to sell it. You know what I'm saying? So that that's why we're here and we're talking about it. So um, game three, all right, uh, the uh, NBA Finals, starts at 9 o'clock. We'll definitely be on the air to kick it with you and to chop it up. Um, we're going to talk a little NFL tonight. I'm going to get into that, man. I'm going to get into the NFC East a little bit tonight so we can get a little jump on. Let's get ready to go down for the uh, 2019 NFL season. Um, of course, we're going to talk some baseball. We're going to talk some WNBA. Um, and we're going to get into whatever you want to get into, man. 954-246-0398. We are in the building, man, on a hump day evening to get your mind right. You know what I mean? Talk some sports. 954-246-0398 is the hey, mathematics. Guys. I got Wacko Bob in the building <laughs> holding me down. I will say board. this. I, yeah. I will say yeah, this. Yeah, this yeah. is so something that, this is ahead, a, a good question because a lot of people are excited, particularly about this year's NBA draft. So are we going to be covering the NBA draft live? I, I, I would want to the 20th, so you let me know. I, I, I would want to the 20th, so you let me know. You talk to the powers that be upstairs, and you have to see if y'all can figure it out. June the 20th is the NBA draft, so... Oh, so we're talking Let 15 days. Let me know. Days. I'll we're be talking, around. Oh, we're actually talking yeah. on. Uh, oh, we're talking a Thursday night yeah. here. I think we should. I think we should cover it. I am talking okay. to the man upstairs. Okay. All right. Just to see who's going to go number right, one. We already know who's going to go number one there, but that's another story. And uh, this is the Hump Day edition, or the producer's fault edition. <laughs> Man, you know it's, all, it's, it's all good, man. Life goes on, man. You know what I'm saying? So just want to, you know, say I'm glad that we're here. We're back in the building. We're doing what we do, man. You know what I'm saying? If they waited, they could wait a week. They could wait another extra day. So shout out to everybody who checks out the show, man. Hope that the, uh, the chat room is popping and all that. Shout out to Sunny Cruz. Shout out to John H. LB, everybody that's down with the unit, man. Um, Yeah, man, a lot of stuff to talk about, man. Um, I wanted to get um, into some NFL a little bit. Um, early, you know, because I usually don't talk about it, but I think I will, I'm going to talk about that a little bit early to get some things started. Um, because I have I have a problem, and I'm going to talk about that when we come back from the break regarding the NFL and Jameis Winston and my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is after further review 2.0, aka the sideline pass. Man, you got the mirror in the building. Get at me at RM desk. We're going to take our first break, first pause for the cause, man. Then we're going to come back, man, and talk some NFL. All right, rock with me, man. We're here till 10. 
is open daily. Ride the wave into cool summertime family fun. From the lazy lagoon to the dragon slide, the new wave pool to the dive of the avalanche, there's something for everyone. Purchase your season pass now for only $63.95. Includes daily admission, locker and tube discounts, special meal deals, and one free day pass. Order online at waterworkspark.com. Your summertime happy place is... Waterworks Park! The coolest place in Ready. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. What if I didn't come from a famous family? What if I didn't have all their support? What if I couldn't finish my education? What if I didn't have all these opportunities? Believe me, it wouldn't be pretty. Pause before you play. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices. Some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. 
It may not happen in six months. It may not happen in a year. It may not happen in two years. But at some point, my dream is going to become a reality. The Harley Race Wrestling Academy, the greatest wrestling school on God's green earth, where champions aren't born, they're made. If you have the passion, the motivation, and the dream to become a professional wrestler, then make the right decision. Investing in your future starts right here at the Harley Race Wrestling Academy. For more information, go to harleyrace.com. Make your choice right now. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis, Watch, and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com.
boom, we back in the building, man. This is after further review 2.0, aka the sideline pass. All right, middle of the week vibes. Trying to see what Wednesdays look like. Got the mayor in the building doing what I do, man. Nine five four two four six zero three nine eight. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, man. Whatever you want to chop it up about, man. Let's get it popping. All right, you got the NBA Finals game three popping off tonight. A lot of other stuff popping off, man. You got the Stanley Cup Finals in full effect. The Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues is going down. WNBA is popping off this season. is already underway. And um, you already know what it is with baseball, man. So we're going to try to squeeze in um, two good hours, man, and some, some sports talk or whatever. But I wanted to jump into the football season a little bit, man. I'm not really a big dude on the, on, on the draft and, you know, um, mock drafts and, and, and all that type of stuff, man. I just like to talk about it as the season gets closer because, you, you know, your juices start flowing and you start anticipating stuff. Um, and if you keep up with it all year long, you know what I mean, which, you know, we have to do, um, I think that, you know, now is, you know, a, a good enough time as any to kind of like, you know, start talking some football. So I wanted to start off with the NFC East. I, I think that's going to be an interesting division, um, you know, for the simple fact that, you know, you've got the Dallas Cowboys. You know, in this situation, trying to get back into the playoffs. You got the Philadelphia Eagles coming off of a recent Super Bowl championship. You know, you got the New York Giants still trying to figure out what they're going to, you know, their situation. You know what I mean? Um, and you got Washington, the, the Redskins, you know, dealing with what they have to deal with now with a new quarterback and in this scenario. I just think that right now, as far as the NFC East is concerned, if you had to pick a winner in that division right now, I think it would be Dallas. I, I mean, you know, the Cowboys have been doing their numbers, man, you know, and, and, and you know, whipped or without, you know, their, their big running game situation. Their defense has been great for them the last few years. You know what I mean? They just have to figure it out, man. And I think it is a little bit of decision time, you know, for some of those veterans in Dallas. You know, um, you know they made they made some nice draft picks. You know what I'm saying? They got Tristan Hill from Central Florida to play in the middle. The kid Connor McGovern to play on the line from Penn State. They got some other things going on, man. I think that um, you know, Amari Cooper could be considered, you know, a nice little pickup, even though they got him. Last year, man, he was acquired for that first-round pick. So you could kind of, like, throw him in the mix, man. Um, I think the kid Pollard that um, the Cowboys got from Memphis, you know, he's, he's, he's a dynamic, you know, kick returner, and he's going to be used as a gadget weapon. But I think, um, you know, Tavar Austin already, you know, fits that role for Dallas. You know what I mean? Um, but we'll see, you know, what the, what the Cowboys are going to do, man. They, you know, they added Randall Cobb as a receiver. They added Robert Quinn via trade on defense, and Jason Witten decided to jump back into the fold and make his presence uh, felt, felt once again. Um, big losses, I think, for the Cowboys are Cole Beasley, you know, leaving as a free agent. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Swain leaving as a free agent, as a tight end. I guess he saw the writing on the wall when, uh, when, when Jason Witten came back. So I think that the Cowboys, man, you know, I think they're, you know, they're my pick to win the division um, in the NFC East. Right now, if the season was to start right today, they would be they would be my my pick to um, win the NFC East, man. You know, um, the New York Giants. You know, their situation, you know, has kind of come to a head the last couple of years, man. We already know, you know, maybe for the last four or five years that they needed a uh, to start grooming a backup for Eli Manning. Okay, 
They had a chance to draft some money last year. They, they didn't do it. They drafted Saquon Barkley as a running back, which was a great move for them. I love that. This year they drafted Daniel Jones, the quarterback out of Duke, when they could have had, you know, other guys. You know what I mean? They, they, they passed over a couple of other guys, and we're going to see. I mean, if, you know, Daniel Jones becomes what the Giants hope, they, you know, hope that, you know, he, he does, you know, it doesn't matter. But what does that mean? What is Daniel Jones supposed to, you know, become – to make that make that draft pick worthy, okay. Um, you know, Dexter Lawrence was an excellent player. I still, I think he still must improve a little bit to to have, make an effect on quarter on his quarterback rush. Um, the Giants had to give up two picks, okay, to get DeAndre Baker, all right, the corner out of Georgia, all right. Um, you know, the kid, remember the kid Ballantyne, Corey Ballantyne, he got shot the day he was drafted. You know what I mean? So uh, the Giants still got a lot of craziness going on with them, you know, but it all, you know, it starts and ends with Eli Manning. Um, I think, you know, if the Giants win, you know, it's, 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 not, a, it's not a problem. But I think if they're, you know, if, if they're, you know, 0-4, you know, and if they're like 2-4 going into the, um, New England, the game against the New England Patriots, or if they're 1-4 going into that game, that Thursday night game on October 10th against the New England Patriots, it's going to be a problem. So I think what the Giants need to do is, you know, get the most they can out of Eli. You know what I mean? I don't think it's as bad as the situation when, like, back in 2004 when, you know, Eli when Eli was, you know, a rookie and Kurt Warner was the Giants' veteran quarterback. I don't think it's that bad of a situation. I think if Eli gets some help from his offensive line, you know, he's got Saquon back there as a safety blanket. Okay, they acquired Golden Tate as a free agent to go on the other side with Sterling Shepard. You know what I mean? So, again, I think that, you know, Eli's going to have some pieces to work with. You know, he's just going to have to put it together for himself to make sure that he can, you know, complete those throws and, and, and things of that nature. Um, they got Kevin Zeitler in the trade, you know what I mean, to go on that offensive line. So I think that uh, Eli's going to be all right. Um, what is that offense going to look like without Odell Beckham? We already know what it's going to look like, all right? Because they played enough without him the last couple of years. So we already know what, you know, the Giants offense is basically going to look like. You know, Saquon, um, like I said, Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate as the receivers. And you got Evan Ingram at the tight end. I think, again, um, you're going to have to open up the passing game a little bit. Because I think a lot of defenses are, are, are feasting and waiting for the Giants to give Saquon Barkley the ball 250 to 300 times this season. They're going to be keying on that. So I think that um, Corey Coleman, who the Giants got from the Cleveland Browns, is going to be a big, big pickup for them. I think he's going to be a big pickup for them. He should be able to be able to uh, help them move the ball downfield, help them pick, pick up some some key first downs, and occasionally make a make a play, you know, down the field to uh, open up the offense a little bit. Defensively, I think you know Olivier Vernon went in the trade. They gave you know Landon Collins with the Washington as a free agent. They picked up Jabril Peppers. All right, the Giants picked up Jabril Peppers, man. And I think that he's, he's, he's going to help them out, you know, um, you know very, very well. And I think Antoine Batea is going to help out the Giants as well, man. So that's what I like. I like the Giants to maybe surprise some people, man. You know, I don't, I don't know how many wins they're going to get out of that. And I think that they can surprise some people. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles. We, now we know it's do or die time for them. Now it's when the real is going to, you know, be exposed. Or the real is going to, you know, um, not be exposed. Carson Wentz, all right? They, you know, he, he's the quarterback. 
on paper. He's a quarterback on the field. Um, I think that, you know, his his back is going to be something that they're going to have to, you know, keep an eye on, you know. Um, I think that, you know, you know the Eagles, had to, they had to let Nick Foles walk. They had to. You know, they, they, had to, they had too much money tied up into those guys, and they had to let Nick Foles walk. He went to Jacksonville as a free agent. Um, they didn't really sign an experienced backup to replace him, okay? They just left with, you know, the kid Nate Sudfield, who has, um, I think he's throwing like 25 career passes, okay? Um, and then they got a quarterback that they drafted in the fifth round, Clayton Thorson, out of Northwestern. So, um, you know, offensively, they got to really hope that Carson Wentz is, you know, um, you know 150% you know, uh, heal from his back, you know, injury, and then they could do some things. They picked up Jordan Howard from the Chicago Bears to upgrade the running game a little bit, you know, to give them a little bit more stability in that, in, in that running game for the Giants. So to go back there with Corey Clement. And, um, you know, as far as defensively. That's, that's got to work for him, too, because you're going to have to take a lot of pressure off Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz could be a tragic loss to the NFL because this was a guy who probably should be a top five quarterback now too. And so that's what people got to remember there too. I think, you know, Carson Wentz, I think, you know, Carson Wentz, you know, he, you know, he's, he's shown it when he's been on the field and in, in, in bits and pieces, but he hasn't been there, you know, when, when it really, really counted. So now I think this is a year, this is a, show improved year for Carson Wentz. I think that, you know, he can kind of like make people, you know, um, not forget Nick Foles because Nick Foles was a Super Bowl MVP and he got them a ring. But I think, you know, he could, he could justify them, you know, letting Nick Foles walk. A lot of pressures on Carson Wentz this year. A lot of pressures on Carson Wentz. Whether they want to admit it or not, it is, you know. And I think Wentz has got to be, you know, he's really got to be healthy for the Eagles to have a shot, you know. Um, defensively, I think the Eagles, you know, they, they let Jordan Hicks, um, remember he started every game he played for four years for the Eagles. I, he left as a free agent, you know what I mean? Um, you know, they, they didn't really get a chance. They didn't draft somebody to replace Malcolm Jenkins, who's, you know, 31 years old. Um, you know, Rodney McLeod, he's eligible for free agency, you know what I mean? And he's coming off of an injury. So again, I think that, you know, what the Eagles have to do defensively is they got to, you know, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, pick it up and work up, work on some things, especially in the linebacker core and their safety. They they signed up Anderson Dayhoff from the Vikings. You know what I mean? To kind of, you know, provide some depth. But I, I'm not really sure, man. You know what it is? I think the Eagles might take a step back this season. You know, um, you know, regardless of the fact, you know, Zach Ertz, you know, doing, you know, becoming one of the the um, best tight ends in the league. You know. I think, you know, the kid Dallas go there. He's going to become a factor in that offense as well. So I think it's, it, it, it's all up to, you know, Carson Wentz, you know, how, how you know, um, much he shows coming back from his injury. You know, and he, he's the quarterback, and they're relying on him. All their baskets is put in a row on Carson Wentz. You know, and he's going to have to really show up because there's no Nick Foles to fall back on this year. So it's all, it's all going to be on Carson Wentz and what he does. All right. Um, Washington Redskins, man. Um, they had a great draft. Washington had a shout out to my man Rev T. Washington had a great draft for the first time in years. I think that you know Washington can look at a future that you know is on the uprise. You know, um, they showed a lot of patience. They showed a lot of strategy in the draft. 
Um, you know, I think that, you know, last year that season started off very respectable, you know, but the injuries, you know, kind of, you know, sank that ship a little bit. But I think that it wouldn't be too out of the ordinary to expect, you know, great things from this team. But you just have to be patient, you know. Um, Dwayne Haskins, their number one pick, is he going to play at all this season? I think he will. I think I think he will play. Um, you know, I, I think that he's got to have to get that chip off of his shoulder. And until he gets in the, in the mix, he's going to still have that chip on his shoulder. I think that, um, you know, Case Keenum is going to hold the fort down for as long as he can. You know, um, Dwayne Haskins, you know, the, the ball kind of ends in his court. He can kind of, like, you know, do his numbers in the preseason. He can take over the starting job from day one, you know, or he can, you know, follow the, 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 the path that the Cleveland Browns did with, with, with uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, let him, you know, sit on the bench for the first few games until – you know, the team that shows enough desperation to put him in there. Or you could do it like, you know, um, the Green Bay Packers did Brett Favre with uh, Aaron Rodgers. They made, they made Aaron Rodgers sit behind Brett Favre for a couple of years. You know what I mean? So um, I just think that, um, you know, for Washington right now, I think if Case Keenum can provide a little, you know, um, a little breathing room to give Dwayne Haskins a, a time, a, a, as much time as he needs to get it together, Unless he just really, you know, plays lights out in the preseason, then I think that, you know, Washington should take their time with Dwayne Haskins. Um, can the Washington Redskins make the playoffs? I, I mean, they, they, they could have made the playoffs last year before, you know, you know, Cousins got hurt, a couple of other injuries that they had. The defense was among the best in the league, you know. And, uh, 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 excuse me, Alex Smith. You know, Alex Smith, you know, did his numbers, man. And, you know, once, he, you know, once Alex Smith went down, the season was over. Um, but I just think, you know, they had a solid draft, you know, um, the NFC East is not going to be a hard division to win. Um, if they can handle their business inside the division, you know, and looking at Washington's schedule, I see that they have, you know, they have a couple of division games to start the season off with, you know what I mean? Actually three out of their first four games are division games. So we'll see early. You know what I mean? By, by, by the first end of the first month of the season, we'll see where the Washington Redskins are. They have the, at uh, Philadelphia's start the season. They're home against Dallas. They're uh, home against Chicago Bears on the Monday night, and they're at the New York Giants on September 29th. So we'll see. You know, from the door, the first month of the season, we'll see what it is with the Washington Redskins. All right. So that's a little NFC East talk right there to get your mouth watery for the season. We're gonna take a pause for the cause. And we come back, man. We're going to get into some Stanley Cup stuff, man. Um, got a few minutes left before game three of the NBA Finals. So we're going to chop it up, get it popping. It's Wednesday night, man. It's after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass, man. We decided to see what it is on a Wednesday, man. Get back at us, man. We're going to take a pause of the call. We'll be right back. Waterworks Park. 
is open daily. Ride the wave into cool summertime family fun. From the lazy lagoon to the dragon slide, the new wave pool to the dive of the avalanche, there's something for everyone. Purchase your season pass now for only $63.95. Includes daily admission, locker and tube discounts, special meal deals, and one free day pass. Order online at waterworkspark.com. Your summertime happy place is Waterworks Park. The coolest place in ready. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. What if I didn't come from a famous family? What if I didn't have all their support? What if I couldn't finish my education? What if I didn't have all these opportunities? Believe me, it wouldn't be pretty. Pause before you play. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices, some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. 
may not happen in six months. It may not happen in a year. It may not happen in two years. But at some point, my dream is going to become a reality. The Harley Race Wrestling Academy, the greatest wrestling school on God's green earth, where champions aren't born, they're made. If you have the passion, the motivation, and the dream to become a professional wrestler, then make the right decision. Investing in your future starts right here at the Harley Race Wrestling Academy. For more information, go to harleyrace.com. Make your choice right now. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis, Watch, and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated. Belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Young people, welcome to the closed cover before striking school of heavy machinery and ministry tonight. Won't you please turn in your hymnals to page 333? Sister Mildred, we're going to play free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty.
Bang, we back in the building, man. You know what I mean? Doing it, doing it, doing it well on a hump day. You know what I mean? But don't catch us in no Burger King restrooms and none of that. Shout out to my man Humpty Hump, Digital Underground and all that. Um, we're in the building, man, live and direct, doing what we do. 954-246-0398 is the mathematics, man. We were supposed to come at y'all last night. We had some technical difficulties in the situation. So Wacko Bob was like, yo, we're going to get together, give the people what they want. You know what I mean? So we, here we are in the building, Wednesday, hump day, game three of the NBA Finals, all that. I gave y'all some football talk, man. I really don't really get into the football thing until the preseason starts, but I'm ready. I can charge, ready to get it popping. I got a three-minute rant, and I'm going to do my thing, and I'm going to take it back to the essence, get your mouth watery for the 2019 NFL season. But before we get into that, we're going to shift gears a little bit right here. This is actually Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. I want to give a shout-out to my man, Maurice, over there at Muggers Marrow LLC. Make sure you check them out. All right? They got the barbecue sauce popping and then all that. We're going to get into that in a minute. You know what I mean? That's my man over there, Muggers Marrow LLC. That's the website where you can check it out. Check out the stick 'em up barbecue sauce, grilling sauce, and all that. They got you covered. Game three, man. Stanley Cup Finals, St. Louis, you know, bringing it back to St. Louis for the first time in forever. Stanley Cup Finals, they got wiped out by Boston. They had to make up for it in game four and make up for it. They did. 43 seconds into game four, Ryan O'Reilly scores. All right. And it's one to nothing, St. Louis. And that gave the energy right back to the St. Louis Blues because they definitely needed it after, you know, getting blown out in game three. I think, you know, I think the, the energy that St. Louis played with, okay, um, kept them, you know, in the series, all right? Their forecheck was really, really good on Monday night. They kept, you know, uh, Boston, you know, uh, pinned down in their own zone for, you know, majority of the game. You know, and and held that held that throughout the game, especially in the third period. You know, St. Louis was quicker to the puck. You know what I mean, and 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 making up things in the neutral zone, so Boston couldn't get out, get away with the puck so cleanly. Um, you know, they looked like you know the um, St. Louis team that we saw in Game Two of this series that you know dominated you know defensively until they were able to break through on that offensive end. I think the Bruins just had you know a frustrating lineup, you know a, a frustrating night, you know altogether. You know what I mean? Um, you know, they really do anything. The second line didn't do anything. You know, um, David Kretschy and them were kind of invisible. Um, again, you know, St. Louis, they outshot Boston 38-23, to and they had the puck for 59% of the time. So, again, you know, St. Louis did what they needed to do to win the game. I think that, um, you know, um, Ryan O'Reilly, who scored the first goal in game four, hasn't really had the greatest postseason, but he had a great game in game four. Um, he scored a couple of goals. It gave him the early the early lead, and then he also gave him the lead late. Okay, um, again, you know, so again, you never know, man. These Stanley Cup Finals, man, make a hero out of a bum, and make a bum out of heroes, man. So again, O'Reilly, who um, you know also you know played a great defensive game. It was a great two way game for him, and this is the kind of play you want to see, you know, in the big moments, you know. Um, you know, St. Louis also got boosts from you know the rest of their lineup, you know. Um, Oscar Sumbis came back. You know, he served the one-game suspension. You know what I mean? He played well in the fourth line in the penalty kill for St. Louis. Um, you know, I think, you know, Zach Sanford, who um, got moved up to the second line, you know, proved to be a good decision. You know, he played well. He, he got an assist. You know what I mean? So Vince Dunn, who, who came back to play after getting his, his jaw, you know, wired shut. And, uh, he didn't, you know, he didn't play, you know, uh, too many minutes. He played 13 
but I think that um, he was on the ice. You know, St. Louis was really in control of the game. All right? He also picked up an assist on O'Reilly's goal in the first period. All right? For Boston, man, I think that, you know, um, the injury, the big injury to their captain, Zidane Shara. All right, he's the guy who's six foot nine. You know what I mean? He had to leave the game in the second period after he caught a puck in the face and broke his jaw. So again, you know, he he's not, you know, he might not um, even be seen for the rest of the series. But I think that, um, you know, the Bruins, man, you know, they they played great hockey this season. You know, now you know they're, you know, it's two out of three for the Stanley Cup. You know, so again, um, it's going to be uh, uh, unknown if Shiro play in Game Five. I think that um, he plays on the team's top defensive pairing. Um, it was, you know, that loss is staying for Boston because, you know, they're already missing Matt Grusick on the blue line. So, again, man, they got to figure out what they're going to do, man. Um, you probably could see that rookie, uh, Vacanian, who just played two regular season games for Boston back in October. Um, he might be thrown into the mix. So, again, man, Boston got some things that they need to, to, to worry about. As far as the power play is concerned, man, it wasn't really going on too much, man, as far as the, um, what the man advantage. Neither team scored a power play goal. Boston was over two. St. Louis was over three. You know what I mean? But Boston did score a shorthanded goal. So, again, man, um, anything can happen in, in these Stanley Cup playoffs, man, and in these Stanley Cup finals. So, again, we, you know, we're going to keep you updated. This is how we give it up. This is how we do. You know what it is. After further review, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. You got the mayor in the building going hard body karate, man. You know what I'm saying? 954 246 0398 is the mathematics, man. Game three of the NBA Finals about to go down tonight. Clay Thompson has been ruled out for game three. Um, I'm going to get into a little WNBA, man. Not too many people talk about that in their shows. You know what I mean? And, and again, I think that that, you know, this shows you who they are. You know what I mean? No disrespect to them, but it is what it is. You can wear it how you want to wear it. You know what I mean? It's, it, WNBA is, is sports, man, and you're supposed to discuss it like you discuss everything else, you know. Um, I think, you know, we got the Las, we like the Las Vegas Aces to do what they do, you know what I mean. Um, Liz Cambridge, Liz Cambridge in the middle, they, you know, they make, they're going to make it happen, you know. Um, they're an expansion team, a new team, you know what I mean, coming out of nowhere, just like the, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I just think right now, man, as far as the season is concerned, we're just still early. And I think, you know, uh, the Seattle Storm, when, you know, Brianna Stewart went down and tore the Achilles, you know, back in April playing in, in the European League, um, you know, people didn't think that Seattle would be able to bounce back from that, you know what I mean, because they lost Sue Bird as well to knee surgery, all right? But um, so far, so good, man. You know what I mean? They beat, you know, Phoenix on opening night, you know what I mean? Uh um, I think that, you know, a lot of the uh, early success for Seattle has to go to Natasha Howard, who stepped up in Brianna Stewart's absence. All right. Remember, Howard, you know, came onto the scene last year as, you know, the most improved player and was really, really, you know, good in the finals. Okay. And it showed, you know, early that she's more uh, capable of handling a, a bigger role on both ends of the floor. So, again, man, she, you know, she's doing her thing. You know, she's playing, you know, over 31 minutes a game. You know, um, she's got over 19 points, 11 rebounds, two and a half steals. You know what I mean? And um, I think that that's great, man. Her numbers are good because I think that you know Seattle's gonna have to keep it up if they want to get back into play, into the playoffs. Um, you know, for for the fourth straight, straight season. Um, the top five, as far as this week is concerned, in the WNBA, I got the Indiana Fever at number five. 
The Fever started out 0-10 last year, and it took them – they didn't win their first game last year until the beginning of July. You know what I mean? So, you know, they, they've got two wins early this year, and I think that, you know, something must be said about, you know, both of those wins coming against the Liberty, who might be the worst team in the league, but still, you know, a win is a win is a win. So we got Indiana at number five. Um, at number four, we got the Washington Mystics, all right? Uh, Washington opened up the season with a loss to Connecticut, but they were playing without Elena Deladon, all right? Now they got Elena Deladon back in the lineup for the second game. They crushed the Atlanta Dream and show why um, Washington is a title contender again this season. I think um, not that many teams are going to be able to keep up with um, the Washington Mystics on offense. Um, number three, we got the Seattle Storm, all right? Uh, again, you know, their demise is a little bit exaggerated and it's a little bit early in the game. I think, uh, you know, Drew Lloyd is in the building helping them out, doing what they need to do, even without Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird. Natasha Howard is going to help, you know, lead the way. And uh, that win that they had over uh, Phoenix the start of the season was very, very impressive. Um, and number two, we got the Connecticut Sun. All right. Um, I think the Sun, you know, they traded away Sinead Ogwamike. You know what I mean? And I think it's working out for them, you know. Um, they got John Quell Jones at center instead of Ogumike. All right. Connecticut is doing their numbers. They're three and one. All right. And their lineup is, is, is going crazy right now. So, um, you know, they traded away Sinead Ogumike so she can go to LA and play with her sister. And it's worked out for both sides. So Connecticut is doing their numbers right now. Um, number one, we got the Minnesota Lynx. You know, even though Lindsey Whalen retired, you know, and Maya Moore is sitting out the season. You know what I mean? For personal reasons. Um, Simone Augustus, you know, is undergoing knee surgery. And, you know, Rebecca Brunson is out because of her concussion situation. Um, Minnesota's the only undefeated team in the league. All right? Shout out to Nafisa Collier because she's been very, very impressive, man, doing her numbers for Minnesota. All right? So that's what it is right now as far as the WNBA is concerned, man. You know, uh, you notice how they have the Las Vegas Aces in that top five. You know, the they're one and two right now. They still have Liz Cambridge. They don't really know what they have right now. You know, the, the season is early. You know, they, they're a very talented team, but I think it's going to take a while for everything to, you know, kind of, you know, uh, uh, come together, you know. But it isn't really that much of a surprise, you know, considering how young they are and the new acquisitions on their team. So that that's just is what it is as far as that's, that's concerned with the WNBA. All right. Um... Now nah, we're not going to take no break. We're going to jump right into it, man. We're going to talk a little NBA Finals, Game 3, all of that. Talk a little NBA draft a little bit. I'm, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, we got the word from upstairs that uh, um, Action VR Network will be in the building, all right, June the 20th. I believe the NBA draft takes place on June the 20th, so... Actually, VR Network will be right there in the building. I know I'm going to be in the house. My man Wacko Bob is going to be in the building. And hopefully we can get some more of the Action VR Network unit to come through and hold us down all right, for the first you know, round of the NBA draft. Um, <clears throat> I think, you know, it's going to be, you know, it, it's really not that much of a mystery about who's going to be the number one pick. You know, I think after Zion Williamson gets his name called, then I think that's when a little intrigue will slide into the draft. Where is Memphis going to go? Are they going to, you know, take John Morant? You know what I mean? Or, or are they going to take R.J. Barrett? You know what I mean? Then after Memphis makes his selection, then it's the Knicks. What are the Knicks going to do? You know what I mean? 
Are they going to take whatever's left out of Morant or or RJ Barrett? Are they going to go somewhere else? Are they going to trade that pick? Then after the Knicks at number three, you got the Los Angeles Lakers at number four. What are they going to do? So I think everything after number one this season, it, it makes that you know the draft that much better. You know what I mean? If we weren't sure what the number one pick was going to look like, it would add a little bit more mystery to the draft. But we know Zion is going to be the number one pick. So I think after Zion's name gets called, that's when all the, the fun is going to begin as far as the NBA draft is concerned. Um, game three, <clears throat> NBA Finals about to tip off out in Oakland, California, man. You got the Toronto Raptors visiting the Golden State Warriors this season. The series is even at a game apiece. I think that um, we saw the best of Golden State, at, you know, towards the uh, end of game two, all right? I think really the first half, the last three minutes of the first half of game two, um, Golden State started to come out of their shell a little bit. Um, they forced a lot of errors. They went on, I think it was a 20-2 to two run. So you don't really see that in the finals. So I think Toronto got that out of their system. To me, it reminded me of how, uh, Toronto and Orlando played in game one of the playoffs. You know what I mean? So we're going to see. They just had to tip off. All right. Golden State controls the ball right now. So I uh, started with game three of the NBA Finals. I think that um, Toronto does have a lot of reason for optimism. Uh, missed three. Toronto gets the rebound. They come down with it. Um, Toronto has a lot of optimism. And I just think that everybody has to play well. Everyone. Everyone has to play well. From Lowry to Siakam to Gasol. You know, to, to everybody, everybody has to play well, man, for Toronto to have a shot. And I think if they can, you know, get this game three, it'll be important to send a message, you know what I mean, to put a lot of pressure on Golden State, you know what I'm saying. Um, again, it's going to be a long series. I'm not the one to jump out the window and say if one team wins, the series is over. I, I, I'm not, I don't do that, you know what I mean. Um, I think that, you know, Toronto has a lot of, you know, a reason for optimism and concern. You know, because, again, you know, the confidence is that they, they've won there this season earlier, you know, this year. Um, I think that, you know, whatever, you know, Golden State can throw at Toronto, they're going to have to be able to deal with it, you know. And without, you know, uh, Clay Thompson on the floor, it makes it a little bit easier for what Toronto has to do. So, again, I think this is an important game for the Toronto Raptors. I think it's just as important for Golden State because they want to prove that, you know, they can – you know, stay competitive, okay? They don't have, you know, now they don't have uh, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, Durant, or Clay Thompson. So now, you know, they, they're really, you know, looking at things from a, a different perspective, man. Um, Kawhi Leonard, you know, he had, you know, 34 points, you know what I mean, um, on 8 to 20 shooting, 14 rebounds in game two. But, you know, he turned the ball over five times, and he missed a bunch of, you know, clean shots in three-point range. You know what I mean? Um, he also got burned a couple of times away from the ball. So, again, you know, we're going to see, um, you know, how Golden State plays Kawhi Leonard. You know, um, they want to still, you know, show him a bunch of people on the drive. You know, and they might, you know, throw a, a, a blitz at him on the perimeter. But I think that, um, you know, um, if they want to, you know, force Kawhi to give the ball up, they can do that, you know? Because, um, you know, Kawhi has been affected as a scorer and a passer, you know. So, again, but those passes are going to have to turn into baskets, you know. And, and Kyle Rowry, remember, um, you know, he had foul trouble, and that limited him to 28 minutes. So I think that um, he's going to have to do what he needs to do, you know, stay on the court. You know, he has to push the pace, 
You know, he has to create, you know, easy opportunities for his teammates. Um, I think that, you know, Toronto should expect more of that, you know, going forward from him. I think that, you know, even just being in this finals, you know, is a, is a real, you know, boost to Kyle Lowry's confidence, man. I think he was down on himself. A lot of people were down on Kyle Lowry, you know, even though he's playing through a, you know, a thumb injury, you know what I mean, that, you know, probably requires surgery in the offseason. Um, you know, he's going he's gonna to have to tough it out. And, and do what it do if he wants to be considered as one of the you know top point top point guards in the NBA, and I think he can do it. Um, he's never going to be on a, on a on a Steph Curry level or none of those guys. I just think that he has to come into his own. He has to play his own brand of basketball, and he has to win his way. You know what I mean? They're never going to you know put him on a, a, a level with like a Kyrie Irving and none of those guys until he can prove that he can do it. You know, and this is the and this is the exact platform for him to do it right now. Gasol taking wild threes, early score with ten minutes to go in the first period. Toronto's up six to five. Curry on a layup, misses the layup, rebounded by Danny Green. Danny Green brings the ball up on the left side. All right, Green kicks it to Gasol on the top, over to Kawhi on the base. Kawhi kicks it back to Gasol. Gasol over to Green, back over to Danny Green from the corner. Green for three, and the Toronto Raptors lead. Nine to five over the Golden State Warriors in Game Three of the NBA Finals. Um, Golden State they have to deal with more injury issues. Kevon Looney is out for the series. All right, so that means Demarcus Cousins is going to step his his presence up. All right, um, even though you know he he had a rough start in the finals, but he made his presence felt in Game Two. You know what I mean? Toronto must have see this as an opportunity to go inside. You know. Um, and, and work to Marcus Cousins because Cousins is not moving well laterally. They should make him defend pick and rolls as much as they can, you know. Um, and I think that, you know, with Looney being out for Golden State, that means um, it's going to be more playing time for Andrew Bogut, you know what I mean, Jordan Bell, Damian Jones. And I think, you know, unless, you know, Kerr is going to use Draymond Green, you know, uh, in, in, in the middle, you know what I'm saying, I, I think that, you know, Bogut, Bogut is going to get another chance. You know what I mean? To, to do what he needs to do. But um, again, man, you know, I think, you know, right now you got to worry about whoever's playing the best down there. You got some, some, some people in the middle right there. Marcus Saul, you got to go up against him. You know what I mean? Down in, in, in that paint. And, you know, really, you don't have to really worry about that too much being down in the paint because Saul plays the perimeter a lot. He likes to stay up top. So it's not really going to be, you know, tough to whoever you put on Marcus Saul. He just put a nice move on Boogie Cousins down low. All right. Toronto's up 11 7. Um, Pascal Siakam, all right, he had 32 points in game one. He went crazy. Everybody was talking about him. He went five for 18 in game two. Um, I think he needs to make better decisions in the half court. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know if he should be taking one-footed step-back jumpers. You know what I mean? Um, I just think that he has to um, remember that he has four other players out there with him. And I think that when you when you put a center on him and you give him space, I think Siakam becomes a little bit indecisive. You know, he has an off balance shot. A lot of them, are, you know, a lot of them are a little too far away from the basket. You know what I mean? I think that um, regardless of what Golden State does to to Pascal Siakam, I think that he's going to need to be moving around in in, in kind of like the mode of Steph Curry. He's going to have to you know be very very active. You know, doing a lot of moving and cutting. And putting pressure on Golden State's defense. Um, I think you know it's a lot of you know mistakes and 
you know, things that happen in, in, in basketball games would show, you know, a lack of IQ or a lack of, you know, what were you doing and what were you thinking about? Um, you know, remember uh, Kyle Lowry when he fouled out, he went for a steal after DeMarcus Cousins grabbed the rebound. Um, you know, I just think that the Raptors you know, played a little bit smarter basketball. They would be up 2-1 in the series. And I don't say that to be funny. I say it to be real. You know, I think that, you know, they they, they rarely look, you know, rattled or sloppy, you know. Um, but when, you know, Toronto has played poorly, they've been kind of resilient because they did try to, you know, make it happen at the end of the game too. Um, I think that they should draw confidence from what they've done recently. You know what I mean? Especially, in, you know, in their, in their pre- previous playoff series, they were blown out twice. And then they lost a couple of games that they should have won. You know what I mean? All that matters now is how they respond. That's all that matters. All right? With our first time out, man, Toronto leads Golden State 15-7 to with 7.37 to go in the first quarter. All right? This is after further review, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. You got the mayor in the building, man. I'm in rare form tonight, man, on a Wednesday night, man. You really should be rocking with me, man. All right? I'm going to take a break and let y'all catch up to what's going on. Shout out to everybody out there in the chat room. All right, we're going to take a pause to the cause and come back. We're going to talk some more NBA Finals. Got the three-minute rant coming. And um, we're going to get into the baseball. All right? I got you, man. This is after further review. 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. You got the mayor in the house on a Wednesday night hump day. Let's get it. is open daily. Ride the wave into cool summertime family fun from the lazy lagoon to the dragon slide, the new wave pool to the dive of the avalanche. There's something for everyone. Purchase your season pass now for only $63.95. Includes daily admission, locker and tube discounts, special meal deals, and one free day pass. Order online at waterworkspark.com Your summertime happy place is Waterworks Park The coolest place in ready. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. What if I didn't come from a famous family? What if I didn't have all their support? What if I couldn't finish my education? What if I didn't have all these opportunities? Believe me, it wouldn't be pretty. Pause before you play. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices, some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? 
These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge... I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. It may not happen in six months, it may not happen in a year, it may not happen in two years, but at some point, my dream is going to become a reality. The Harley Race Wrestling Academy, the greatest wrestling school on God's green earth, where champions aren't born, they're made. If you have the passion, the motivation, and the dream to become a professional wrestler, then make the right decision. Investing in your future starts right here at the Harley Race Wrestling Academy. For more information, go to HarleyRace.com. Make your choice right now. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis, Watch, and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. 
every idea we've shaped, every relationship we've cultivated, belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Tissue with it. 
as far as baseball is concerned. Um, the Chicago Cubs reportedly agreed to a contract with Craig Kimbrell. That's cool. He needed a job. They needed some, you know, um, help in the bullpen. So it works out for both parties. I think the Yankees need to, you know, um, jump on the bandwagon and, and, and get Dallas Keuchel in here. You know what I mean? He's a free agent pitcher, lefty. You know what I mean? I think he can really help the Yankees out and we could do some things. As far as the Yankees are concerned, man, you already know what it is, man. First place, New York Yankees, baby. Say it with your chest. First place, New York Yankees, all right? We're doing what we do, doing what we need to do, man, to get the thing done, man. And um, if you weren't rocking with me from the beginning of the season, I'll get you caught up real fast. Um, my division winners I had in the American League, I had the Yankees winning the East. Minnesota Twins winning the Central, and Houston winning the um, American League West. And I had the um, Boston Red Sox and the Cleveland Indians uh, on the wild card team. So far, you know, the Yankees are doing the numbers, you know, first place. You know, it is what it is, you know. But um, we lost our last two games, so we got to get back on the ball. As far as the Central Division is concerned, the Minnesota Twins, man, they're doing the numbers. The Twins are beasts. The Twins are going to be a problem. I said that all year long. And if you don't believe me, go back and listen to prior shows. Go back and listen to the preview show. The Minnesota Twins are going to be a problem. And it is what it is. But we'll see when the playoffs start. That's what you want to see. You know, that's when the reality is going to be told about this team. You know, they're 40 and 19 right now, playing some of the best baseball, you know, in the, in the American League, not all the major league baseball. You know what I mean? But, you know, they, they're doing what they need to do. But, again, we're only at, you know, uh, uh, June, beginning of June. So we'll see what happens uh, for the next couple of months. Uh, the Houston Astros, man, they leave the American League West, you know, doing what they need to do, man. I'm not even going to get into the Seattle Mariner thing. That was, you know, just something that, you know, people get to talk about, you know, when the baseball season started. Remember, the Mariners were 13-2. and two. Now they're 25-39. and 39. You do the math. Okay, as far as the National League is concerned, I had the um, Atlanta Braves winning the uh, National League East. I had uh, Milwaukee winning the National League Central, and I had the Dodgers winning the National League West. I had St. Louis Cardinals, right, and Philadelphia as wild cards, all right? Right now, the Phillies lead the National League East by a game over Atlanta. You know, the Phillies are doing their thing. You know, Bryce Harper. Has he really made that much of a difference? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. You know, the difference is going to show, you know, in October. You know, if they get to the National League Championship Series or they get to the World Series, then he would have made a difference. But I don't think, as we speak right now, I don't think, you know, Bryce Harper has made that much of a difference in Philadelphia. You know? Um, National League Central, Chicago Cubs, and the Milwaukee Brewers are tied for first place, all right? And, um, you know, that, that's going, it's going to be a long, hot summer in the National League Central. The Cubs, the Brewers, the Cardinals, and, you know, if, if the Pirates or, or Cincinnati decides that they really want to do something and make something out of this season, they can really make it interesting in that Central Division, all right? The National League West, of course, Los Angeles Dodgers, holding it down, you know, running away with it. Everybody's bats are going crazy in L.A., you know, and it, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, attention away from 
what's going on with the Lakers and stuff like that. But the Dodgers, man, they they they're making it happen right now, eight and two in the last ten. And I just like how they're how they're playing right now. They they're kind of like reestablished themselves as the you know as the team in in the National League. So we'll see. I mean, all of this is you know a means to an end. We'll see what happens once we get to um, you know September first. You know, and but we got to get to the All Star break first. That's our next point. Remember, we always talk about our um, our jump off points. So with baseball, it's Memorial Day. All right. The All-Star break in September 1st. So we passed one of our one of our uh, polls, which is Memorial Day. We passed that already. We're headed to the All-Star breaks now. So a few teams that you want to watch out for as far as, you know, um, this baseball season. As it just moves along, man, it moves along day by day, man. You know what I'm saying? So, again, you really don't want to you know, jump out the window with, with anything that's going on. But you also kind of want to, you know, pay attention to some some things that are happening with, you know, particular teams. And um, we're going to talk about a couple of teams right now. Um, Boston Red Sox. I mean, you know, um, the Red Sox, you know, started off slow, you know. And I think that um, what the Red Sox need to do is just find themselves. You know, and I think once they find themselves, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a problem. But, um, it's, you know, it's a lot of games remaining, man. There's a lot of talent on that team. So it's hard to be too, you know, concerned about what the Boston Red Sox are doing, you know. Um, and I think, you know, they you know they haven't really done too well as of late. So, again, people might start trying to, you know, freak out again as far as Boston is concerned. But um, I think that the Red Sox will be all right. Um, <clears throat> once, you know, every, everybody decides to get it together, the pitching is, is trying to, you know, um, make some kind of headway. You know, David Price looks kind of decent. You know what I mean? And, and they're doing some things. Um, <clears throat> Cleveland, they're the three-time defending American League Central champions. They won, you know, the American League in 2016. They won 102 games in 2017. Um, you know, they you know they entered this season, you know, um, in a division with just like, you know, I mean, you know, three teams that – weren't really going to do anything, you know, Detroit, Kansas City, you know what I mean? Um, then you had the Minnesota Twins, you know, they got better, you know, they're playing like world beaters, you know, um, teams that have, you know, injuries and, you know, Jose Ramirez has, you know, lost his game, it seems like, you know, the Indians are 11 and a half games back already. They're tied with the White Sox. So, again, I mean, you know, um, I don't think that, you know, Cleveland will be making a run at a fourth straight central, you know, uh, uh, division championship. And I wouldn't be surprised if they become, you know, sellers in July. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Cleveland decides to, you know, you know give it up, you know, wave the white flag and, and give up some of their players. All right. Um, the New York Mets, you know, ah, you know, they got, they hired a new general manager, you know, um, you know, they had a noisy offseason, you know. Um, this is what you get left with. The 29 and 31, Robinson Cano, you know, he might have, you know, hit the wall already. You know, Edwin Diaz isn't, you know, anywhere near what he was last year. That's what I said. I told, I told my man Jerome that. I said, yo, I said, Edwin Diaz ain't going to do nothing for the Mets. He's going to come to the Mets and he's going to regress. Because he was more interested in, 
you know, the Mets obtaining Edwin Diaz, you know, than Robinson Cano. Well, Edwin Diaz is going to do it. He goes, nah, nah, man. I said, watch, Edwin Diaz is going to go backwards. His game is going to regress. And, you know, unfortunately, that, that's, that's what it's doing right now, man. Um, and the Mets basically feel like a fourth-place team, you know. Um, the Washington Nationals, you know, they lost Bryce Harper. You know, they, you know, they made some splashes in the offseason, you know. Um, and, you know, their rotation, Max Scherzer, Strasburg, and Patrick Corbin, who wouldn't, you know, li- love that, you know. Um, you know, a lot of people picked Washington to win the division. I think that, you know, they were just kind of like, you know, um, you know, thinking positive. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I don't think that the Nationals are as good as the Phillies or the um, Atlanta Braves. But now, you know, the, you know, Nationals going on a little winning streak. They could be turning the corner. You know, they, they have a, a a bunch of games that they can win, you know, coming up before the Phillies, you know, come into Washington uh, for four games and the Braves come in for three, which could be a huge week for them, you know, if they can make a dent. All right. Um, the next four series come against, you know, the Marlins, the Tigers, the Marlins, and the Royals. So I think the, the, you know, the Nationals could, you know, make some headway if they can get their thing right and win the games that they're supposed to win and win some of those tough games that they have coming up to inside the division. Um, St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals started off 20 and 10. Remember, they're my World Series pick. Cardinals and the Yankees in the World Series. That's who I got. Um, you know, I think that, you know, whatever the Cardinals do, you know, they, they can make some noise, you know, they swept the Cubs. Okay. Um, and, and, and I think that whatever, you know, the Cardinals do or don't do, I think they'll be better. They'll be right there when, you know, the season, uh, gets into its dog days. I think the Cardinals will be right, right, right where they need to be at. You know, right now, you know, they, you know, it's the newness with Goldschmidt at first base and, you know, they just going through a terrible situation, and that happens, man. You know what I mean? They'll find their foot, and they'll get it together. Colorado Rockies. Um, I mean, two years in a row, you know, Colorado's in the wild card. This year, they started off at 3-12. and 12, You know what I mean? Um, they're doing, you know, they're doing what they need to do. You know, I think that, you know, 29-27 and 27 record might be a little bit disappointing, you know. But I think, um, you know, even though the Rockies have won, you know, a bunch of games, in a row, they're still not, not in the playoffs right now. You know, if the season was to be over today, they would be out. But I think that, um, you know, the Rockies can get better. You know, that's the thing about baseball. We're always going to talk about that. We're always going to talk about how, you know, you could start off, you know, the first couple of months of the season and be kind of garbage. But you can get hot during the summer and, you know, anything can happen. <clears throat> All right? So now we're going to give it up to you the top nah, the top 10 teams in baseball how we how we call it over here after further review and number 10 we got the Atlanta Braves all right Mike Soraka had his worst start of the year this week they came against Detroit all right um you know baseball you know it is what it is in Atlanta man remember I got them to win the, the National League East and number nine I got the Boston Red Sox you know uh, Chris Sale is trying to you know do his thing but um you know no, nobody said he was going to go one and seven. So, I mean, you know, um, wins and losses, it isn't really a good way to judge overall performance, but, you know, one and seven is one and seven. 
no matter how you try to, you know, pretty it up. Uh, number eight, we have the Chicago Cubs. Cubs lost eight of ten, and it would, you know, uh, help them to figure things out a little bit quicker. They got, you know, some games coming up against some, you know, some good quality teams, Colorado, St. Louis. They go to Colorado, and they go to play the Dodgers. So it's about to get serious for the Chicago Cubs. And number seven, you got to fill it up your Phillies. Um, <clears throat> you know, so far, so good, you know. But they can't have another collapse like they did last year. I think that, you know, um, they have better personnel this season around. But I think that they're going to have to, you know, give themselves a little bit more cushion. You know, and 35 and 27 is not going to do it. All right? And number six, we got the Milwaukee Brewers. All right? Um, 34 and 27, kind of where they, you know, they could do a little bit better because we're expecting some big things out of the Brewers. But I think that, um, you know, once the, you know, the, 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 the shine, you know, got away from, you know, Christian Yelich and all those home runs he was hitting, they got back to normal. Now we'll see what the Milwaukee Brewers are going to do or what they're about. Um, Tampa Bay Rays at number five. Tampa Bay had won eight of their last nine, but then uh, Minnesota came in and made them look, you know, like the Tampa Bay Rays that we're used to seeing and uh, brought them back to earth a little bit. Uh, number four, the Minnesota Twins. Um, you know, the Twins are doing what they do. You know, 40 and 19. So you can't really, you know, complain about what they're doing, but still have them at number four. Um, the Yankees, <clears throat> my New York Yankees at number three, they go on 20 and six since May the 4th. Enough said. All right, number two for the, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers, you know, Corey Seager is hitting the ball again. His offense is going crazy. You know what I mean? But again, it's June, man. All right, number one, we got the Houston Astros. All right, doing what they do. You no, know, um, they were facing Chicago Cubs, Oakland A's without Altuve, George Springer, and Carlos Correa. They went five and one, and they're winning exactly two thirds of their games. So that's what juggernauts do. They win two thirds of their games. All right. So again, man, um, you know, we got it popping over here. We're just talking a little. Sports talk to get your mouth watering on a Wednesday night. We're watching uh, game three of the NBA Finals. We're going to shut it down a little early tonight. That's a Wednesday night. I appreciate Wacko Bob letting me rock. Um, second period, 11 and a half minutes to go, man. Toronto leads Golden State 38-29. to um, We're going to get the three-minute rant popping before we get up out of here. Three-minute rant is going to start right now. Um, what I'm going to talk about tonight is Jameis Winston. Now, I've been a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan from day one. If you rock with me, you know. You know that. Um, I'm a Jameis Winston fan. I like Jameis Winston. But I think that I'm starting to, um, you know, get be of the mind that, you know, either he's going to make it happen or he's got to you know, make it happen somewhere else. Because, um, you know, he, he can be a, a quarterback who can dominate at times. But he also can be a quarterback who plays like this is his first time ever playing football. So we got to figure out, or he has to figure out who he wants to be. He talks a good game. You know, he's about winning. But he's not about helping his team win. He's about getting numbers. But he's not about thinking out there. He likes to, you know, really, really treat the football as, you know, as something to give away. He's got to really cut down on the interceptions, cut down on the, on, on the bad football. Just cut down on the. Period. Cut down on that. 
If you could cut that in half, you'll be a decent quarterback. And the reason why I come down on Jameis Winston, not the fact because, you know, he's my quarterback on my team, but look at the guys who came in the league and passed him. You know, look at Marcus Mariota. At least Marcus Mariota has been in the playoffs. He won a playoff game on the road in Kansas City. So, again, you can't, you know, say nothing slick about Marcus Mariota as a Jameis Winston supporter. And I, and I support Jameis Winston, but I think that, you know, he's going to have to really step his game up, man, step this year to show and prove, yeah, I think that, you know, the, the Bruce Arian thing, that was standing, you know what I mean? That's another excuse that people have, you know what I mean? And, 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 and now I think that, you know, especially me, I'm, I'm, I'm a dude that's patient, you know what I mean? I wanted Jameis Winston here. I said Jameis Winston was going to be the number one pick for Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he was, you know what I'm saying? But now, you know, I'm kind of like, yo, where, where, where's the justification at? Why should I feel good about you being the number one pick for my team, that quarterback? Why? I don't, you know, I really don't understand why I should feel good about that. You put up a lot of numbers, but what do those numbers mean? Nothing. They're nice, little trophies to put on your mantle. They're nice. But when do I win a playoff game? When do I win a game that matters? And I'm talking to you as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. You got to step it up this year, Jameis Winston. You got to step it up, man. Let that win in your name stand for something. For real, for real, man. We don't need another garbage year out of you, man. Or at least or if that happens, then, you know, you might have to, you know, split the bit, say goodbye. All right? That's the three-minute rant. Listen, man, um, I'm about to get up out of here for Wednesday night. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Um, you know how we do it. After further review, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We rock on Tuesdays from 8 to 10, um, 954-246-0398. I repeat, 954-246-0398 is the math. We're watching the Golden State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors in Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Toronto was ahead 43-33 to with 10 minutes to go in the first half. All right, Wacko Bob, shout-out. Shout-out to the whole unit over there, Action VR Network, man. I'm getting out of here. If y'all want to holler at me, get at me on Twitter at RMDesk. We got um, After Further Review on Facebook. And that's about it, man. We're about to get up out of here, man. Y'all be peace, and we'll catch y'all next Tuesday night, all right? 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all right? This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's tricky. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. It's tricky. Tricky. And rock a rhyme I said it's not that easy It's tricky to rock around To rock around That's right On time it's tricky How is it be? It's tricky 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 It's tricky to rock around to rock around That's right On time it's tricky 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 In New York The people talking Try to make us rhyme They really hawk But we just walk Because we have no time And in the city It's a pity Cause we just can't hide Tinted windows don't Nothing they know who's inside. 